You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm partner and attorney Chris Johnson, and today we are speaking with Cheryl Blanchard, who is the Middle Tennessee Regional Director for Alzheimer's Tennessee, about the new Silver Alert Law. Cheryl, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Chris. Oh, we're so glad to have you. We appreciate you sharing your time, especially on such an important topic. So Tennessee has a new silver silver alert law. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I'd be happy to. Um, the silver alert law, we worked really hard with state legislators to get passed, and it went into effect on July 1st of 2021. And it's a protocol uh, using the uh, the TBI works along with local law enforcement. So it's a protocol to help find missing individuals who have wandered due to dementia, a physical impairment, or another disability. So, you know, sometimes people will see it and it's not always an elderly person. It, it could be a younger person with some type of um, disability that would make it difficult for them to find their way home without some assistance. So the TBI is tasked with the oversight of that. They created a, a uniform statewide protocol so that uh, everybody is doing it the same way across the state. It includes public alerts through media, on interstates, uh, posts on social media. And as I said, they do coordinate with local law enforcement, given those clear instructions on uh, all the steps to follow when someone goes missing. And uh, it is saving lives, Chris. It is really, really bringing people back home. Yeah, people people don't really understand the full impact of, of legislation such as this and why it's such a big deal. But literally, it brings people home alive. And that's that's such a, a comfort for all of us, especially for those that work uh, with the senior community. So if someone needed to get a silver alert done, I presume they reach out to their local law enforcement? Yeah, so the the step is to call local law enforcement and the TBI is supposed to issue a silver alert within four hours, but actually uh, they don't wait. Uh, They usually will go ahead and and issue that before the four hours, but that is the protocol that they, uh, the four hour time limit is really so that everybody can search the local area because very often people are found uh, pretty close to home. But uh, the TBI, when we've spoken with them said, or or the local law enforcement has said, you know, we sometimes just don't wait. We just go ahead and issue that just to make sure it's out there and everybody is is on the lookout for that. We've actually got a couple of webinars on our website about wandering prevention and the silver alert that your listeners might uh, enjoy taking a look at. Or uh, It's on our website, www.alztennessee.org. And I think you would do a slash... Um, either silver alert or webinars, and you should be able to find both of those. They were very informative with uh, TBI and local law enforcement, both really explaining exactly what happens when someone goes... That's wonderful. I'm glad you shared that website with us. And I think you just hit on a, a big point that we're glad we have this silver alert process. We, we're glad that we have these resources that can be brought to bear to help uh, an elderly person who's in distress. But obviously, 
we don't want to go through this if we don't have to. So what do we do? What do families do to lessen the chance that a family member uh, will walk away in the first place so we don't even have to get to this point? Yeah, and prevention is huge, and that's what the one of the uh, webinars was about, wandering prevention and everything that you can do to help prevent that. Because, Chris, six out of 10 people with dementia will wander at some point. 60%. That's a lot wow. of people. That's, That's a lot incredible. Of people. So, you know, we work with families to help uh, prepare them and, and help to prevent those. And, and what we say is that being prepared in advance is the very best thing that families can do. The TBI says that one of their biggest issues is that when someone goes missing, the family does not have the information that they need to put out a, a, an adequate silver alert to go looking for them. So uh, I've got a, a two-part answer to your question, what can families do in advance? And then I know you're going to ask about the silver alert kit in a minute as well. So <laughs> some of the things, because we're excited about that. So some of the things that families can do is just really uh, watch out for signs that someone might wonder, um, are they pacing a lot? Do they seem agitated? Are they looking uh, out the doors, going towards doors, looking out windows? Maybe they're talking about um, needing to go to work, needing to pick the children up from school. And even though neither of those things is uh, accurate anymore, that's a sign that something's going on in their reality Okay, it may not be our reality, but in their reality, something's going on that's got them concerned, agitated, worried, and, and those you know can be signs that they may be about to wonder. So learning those triggers, especially if somebody does wonder what was going on right before that incident, what can families look back at and go, all right, we really need to be on high alert if they begin doing that. And then we talk about a, a lot of ways to make the home safer. We want to make it a little bit more difficult for that person to get out. So um, you can actually disguise the doors. If you put curtains over a door, that'll make it a little less likely that the person's going to see that as an exit. Oh, wow. That's very, clever. Yeah. Very few of us think about going out a window when we're coming and going from the house, unless you know, you're a teenager, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> most of us would see, oh, that's a window when we wouldn't go. Even right. something as simple as a do not enter or a stop sign on doors can sometimes stop a person because even though they may not understand that they might get lost if they go out that door, they do still understand a stop sign or a do not enter sign. Um, other things to help families be aware that someone is exiting, uh, putting simple chimes on doors, uh, even something as like big Christmas bells, because what we've heard a lot of caregivers say is I went to get the laundry out of the washing machine and he was gone before I knew it. So yeah. just having a sound, an alarm, uh, they're very inexpensive at home stores, like $19. You can get a couple of really very shrill, very loud alarms. So it doesn't have to be extravagant. That's a very simple way to do it. And that way you at least know um, that the door was opened. Um, then we have all of this wonderful technology with Wi-Fi now, the, the Wi-Fi doorbells, the camera doorbells, very simple cameras that can be installed and those can be incredibly helpful. Uh, the TBI actually uh, on the webinars I mentioned talked about that people often start walking and they will walk in a straight line. So even something as simple as knowing which door they exited from can expedite that uh, search and rescue mission. I have heard that, that they, they kind of 
there's almost like a field, like a 15 or 20 degree field. Like if you know they went out this exit, they're almost always going to stay kind of down that general path. I thought that was fascinating. I absolutely, it was fascinating. So that's why the the doorbells, like the ring doorbells or security system. And again, this does not mean paying thousands of dollars to install a security system. These are very simple things that yeah. that most people can do. I've, I've installed some of these things myself. So if I can do it, you know, pretty much anybody can. Um, the other thing that's really helpful is um, all these GPS tracking things that are available now. You know, Chris, we're reaching a, a generation of people that have never, ever, ever left the house without grabbing the, the, the last two things you grab or what? Keys, your keys and your phone. Your phone. <laughs> Both of those can be used now. So I actually have a device called a tile that I use on my keychain because I'm notorious for setting those two things down somewhere when I'm headed out the door and I can't find them. So a tile is a GPS enabled device. My phone can find my keys. My keys can find my phone. And so the family members, even if they live in other states, all of this Wi-Fi technology we're talking about, even is available to family members who live across the country. They can monitor mom or dad. They can help monitor grandma. They'll get an alert on their phone that that back door was open and they can immediately flip that camera on and see what's going on. But uh, these tiles, uh, a lot of people will get turned around when they go out to walk the dog or they just go for a walk around the neighborhood. So if they still have keys put it on their keychain. If they do have a smartphone, you can also add GPS trackers like Life360 on the phone, which is a great app. But the tile, what I've uh, encouraged a lot of folks to do is put it on the dog collar because if they like to walk the dog, they'll think maybe it's just something from the vet. Hopefully uh, won't oh, take it off. That's clever. Yeah, but then but then when they're out walking the dog, and, and this happens a lot. I've had a, a number of wives say he went out to walk the dog and ended up in the wrong neighborhood. But with that, yeah. you really on your phone pinpoint exact their exact location. It's pretty amazing. There's Well, there's so much that we can do with technology. I mean, you've rattled so many of them off and I'm glad you have because I think sometimes that's what people get concerned about is there, there's almost too many options these days. We've kind of the pendulum swung from, you know, we didn't have anything good to have this. And then like you said, now we have a generation where we don't set foot out the door without, you know, our, our phone, which is also a camera, which is also a GPS tracking, which is all these things. But there's so many apps, so many different, the tile, the ring doorbell stuff, all these things. I think sometimes people aren't sure where to start. And so you providing this list, I think is incredibly helpful. Yeah. And we also have a, a complete safety catalog. So as a part of our uh, helping families be prepared in case a loved one goes missing, we've put together a safety catalog that has examples of all of these items that has uh, tips about wandering prevention, making the home safer, where you can find these items, and an approximate cost for a lot of these things. So that's available to uh, families as well. They don't even have to think about where to look or what they're called. We've put together an entire safety catalog. Oh, that's awesome. Is that on your website? I think that is available on the website, but it's definitely available in the Silver Alert Kit. Okay, perfect. Well, we're going to get to that here in just a second. I want to ask you uh, about the Medic Alert Found program. Yeah. So, you know, Medic Alert, a lot of people are familiar with that. It's the bracelet, the identification jewelry that people can wear with any kind of uh, medical condition, diabetes or, or anything like that. But we actually have an Alzheimer's Tennessee program with Medic Alert. And then uh, the enrolled person, of, of course, does get the bracelet or the necklace 
But it also says on there that they have a, a memory impairment. So they can either put uh, dementia, they can put Alzheimer's disease, they can put memory impairment. And that is a great thing because, uh, you know, someone is, is lost. Uh, maybe they went shopping, they walked to the store and got turned around. Very, very helpful that a person can see this bracelet, recognize that they have a memory impairment. And then once they call Medic Alert, uh, Medic Alert has all of their contact information, their home address, who to call. And that's a really uh, helpful thing that first responders can use as well to get the person back home. Uh, we have those available at all of the regional offices. And we also do include an, an application for the found program in the Silver Alert Kit. Oh, perfect. So this silver alert packet, we've talked about it a couple of times now. Let's get that information out to the listeners because I think that's going to tie a lot of this together. Yeah, and we are so thrilled to be able to offer these to families, Chris. That's a, a project we worked on for a while. Uh, you know, we worked with state legislators and we declared or had May declared Silver Alert Awareness Month in Tennessee. I received three proclamations from local mayors uh, for claiming oh, nice. and uh, we did that across the state. The Capitol was lit up in purple. And ultimately, all of that was leading up to us um, putting these silver alert kits out. So let me tell you all about those. So what we did was we worked with the TBI and we asked them, what do you need to find someone? When a person goes missing, what do you most need? And I, I, I'm going to pose this question to you, Chris. What do you think the number one thing is that families don't have when they need to say, my loved one is missing, what do you think they may not have available? A recent picture of their loved one. Recent picture. And that is the biggest yes. thing that DBI says. set that week. up ahead of time for our listeners. That was just a good guess. <laughs> well, very good. <laughs> so what we've done is we put together a complete packet. And it's everything that that family needs to be prepared. So it has got... Um, it has got a guide on what needs to be included in this packet. It's a purple zippered pouch. It says silver alert kit. Uh, it's waterproof and it's portable enough. I mean, it would fit in a glove box. It'll fit in a drawer. And we made it bright purple. One, that's the color of Alzheimer's disease. But also we wanted you to be able to find it no matter where you may have, have placed it in your house. But it gives guides for how to fill out the profile uh, things like, you know, do they have any tattoos? Do they have any scars? Do they have any moles or other identifying features? Uh, it, it has you list all of the emergency contacts. It has you take those photographs and gives a guide on how to how to take those photographs and how to place them in the kit. It gives you an informational page on uh, the things we talked about, what to look for when your loved one may wander. And then it's got an informational page about when a loved one goes missing. Uh, the 24-7 uh, Alzheimer's Tennessee helpline is in there. The safety catalog is included. And it also has a step-by-step -step guide, that a uh, step-by-step checklist of starting at, I can't find my loved one. All they have to do is pick this paper up and go, what is step one? Where do I begin? Yeah. And then the great thing is we tell them, keep everything in this kit. Don't make it a storage facility for anything else. Only keep your silver alert materials in here. And that way, when they do have to make that phone call, if they have to make that phone call, all they have to do is pick up this one packet and they have everything that they need to give to the local authorities and everything that the TBI needs to, to issue that silver alert. Everyone needs one of these. If you have a, a, a senior citizen, mom or dad, everyone out there listening uh, should have one of these so that they can have that set up. The good that this does, it's almost indescribable, Cheryl. 
Yeah, it's really saving lives. And I, I didn't get updated statistics, but I can tell you that since May of 2022, uh, this was the last number I had. I think it's over 80 now that have been uh, issued, but 78 silver alerts have been issued since May the 2nd. 66 people were turned safely home. And of those, seven were even located in other states. So when we talk in about other states, in other states, seven. So we have to remember that if, if people do still have access to a car and they're still driving, uh, they can get on the interstate. They yep. can get twisted around. Uh, do I go north, south, east, and west? Sometimes they're going to an old home, a home that they remember. Maybe they used to live in Alabama. Or maybe there's uh, a detour or there's road construction. And something as simple as that can get them completely lost and turned around. Because yep. one of the things that, that people lose early on is that ability to problem solve and to work around uh, obstacles like that and figure out how to get around it. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, seven ended up in other states, but um, unbelievable. Well, think about that: sixty-six people returned safely because of this program. Uh, I, I don't, I just don't think that people. Uh, it's hard to imagine uh, not having this program and, and the impact that it had on those sixty-six families uh, and all the just probably the thousands of families it's going to have an impact on going forward. Uh, it's got to feel good to be a part of this, doesn't it, Cheryl? Oh, it feels amazing to be a part of this. We're uh, holding events all across the state. All of our regional offices are, are having events out in the community. We had one uh, up in Hendersonville uh, a week or so ago, and we were nice. uh, getting, these, getting these kits put in hands of families that need them. So that that's what uh, we're really trying to do is make sure that families know these kits are available and get them out uh, to as many families as we can. That's right. I think that's that's exactly what we want to do. Cheryl, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your time. The uh, I'm going to say the website again, www.alztennessee.org, uh, where you can find all of this information. Uh, for the listeners out there, I think the three P's, three P's proper prior planning. And that's what this packet and all of this information that Cheryl has uh, shared with us today, uh, that's what it allows you to do. And you're going to get a more successful outcome when you do those things. Uh, again, Cheryl, cannot thank you enough for all your advocacy and all you've done uh, on behalf of the senior community. It's a huge deal. Thank you for sharing your time and the difference that you've made in all of our communities. Thank you, Chris. And if I can just add one thing, families can go on that website that you mentioned, put a slash silver alert and they can go on there to register to have one mailed to them. Uh, they can download a PDF copy of just the documents. They wouldn't get the packet, but they could download the documents or they can reach out to their local regional office and we'll be glad to get one in their hands as well. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you, Cheryl. All right, everybody. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Takus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there. 
free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.